of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Spending some quality time today with the chair of the city council, James Michael Bowers. James, good to talk to you. Thank you. Hey, good to talk to you. Thanks for having me on. For scheduling purposes, James and I are talking late on Thursday morning. James right now is at the SAC Museum, not as a tourist, but as a representative for the city council. It's a legislative summit going on at SAC. Take us there, James. What's the uh, agenda? What's the purpose? What are you getting out of this as a city leader? Yeah, it's great to see all of sorts of different leaders come together, elected leaders and community leaders, and hear directly from experts and our governor and also from our federal delegation, uh, kind of about our changing environment of, uh, of, of our economy. Uh, the governor started us off by uh, talking about all the things that Nebraska is doing well and how Nebraska has some really good things that uh, are going for it. And then we brought it, there was a a keynote speaker that talked a little bit about trade uh, on a more international level. And right now the federal delegation is answering questions from uh, the audience, uh, talking about how uh, the economy is changing and talking about how our world is changing and how work will change and what that will look like in the future. Uh, one of the things that Senator Sass was talking about was as the types of work change, we need to make sure that we don't have this mindset that we're going to stop learning once we turn 18, but rather we have to continue to relearn because technology is advancing and changing continuously. And having a lifelong learning mentality, I think, is a, a great philosophy to have. Yeah, such value. Years ago, I attended one. We had the ability to commit an entire day to this. And not only did I uh, t take away what is going on in Washington from the representatives there and even on a higher state level when the governor was there, but also to to make points to refer back to in the future. They would say, here's what we have coming up later on this month and here's something that congress will address next year and if it's a presidential year then you've you've got that as a subject matter on the table a lot of value coming from a summit like this absolutely it's it's great to hear what folks are saying and get different perspectives and philosophies together and uh, try to make sense of uh, what's going on in our world yeah, linking federal with state with local. You, you, don't, you don't see that combination very often. So, James, thank you very much uh, for going out of the room just a little bit to talk to us. Uh, let's come back to city business. Uh, I want to start with an effort that you led, uh, and that is making permanent the mayor's executive order allowing bars and restaurants to operate outdoors. Now, if, if we could take COVID out of the equation for just a moment. I'm curious as to why wasn't this a good idea before the pandemic? To be honest, I do not know why this would not have been a good idea before the pandemic. As I've been talking to bar owners and community leaders, this is definitely something that folks have been working for uh, over the past 10 years. 
uh, we have bar owners that are saying that they would like to be able to invest in their business and provide a, a stronger atmosphere of allowing people to have a patio uh, where they can serve their patrons. We've had business leaders talk about how this will help the vibrancy of our city and help uh, retain uh, and attract uh, professionals into our city. And then we've also had neighborhood associations and uh, community groups talk about how this continues to strengthen our our city and it continues to allow people to uh, have more opportunities uh, to be involved and to be out on the streets. And, and when I say out on the streets, I mean out on the sidewalks and uh, have a more active city. Um, it, there really hasn't been any opposition. Uh, there's a process that's put in place for uh, restaurants that receive more than 60% of their revenue from food to operate a sidewalk cafe. Basically, this just seeks to eliminate that 60% requirement. Um, so restaurants are able to do it and they've been in, able to enjoy it and there hasn't been any issues. When the mayor did her executive order dine out, uh, this was part of that and it worked well. And it's something that our community is asking that we continue on with. So bars that have a food component, at least 60% of that food component, in addition to the drinks, but 60% has to be food related. Those establishments then can establish a sidewalk cafe. Correct. Uh, so think like uh, Yaya's Pizza, yeah. right? They have, a, they have a sidewalk cafe, essentially a patio where folks can uh, enjoy uh, food and drink. Um, and they have to apply for it every year. And this just extends that same opportunity and makes permanent this opportunity for other establishments. There's an energy that comes from people outside. And I know it served its purpose during COVID. Get people outside, less likely to spread. You've got the environment. Everything's better when it's outside, I guess. And that was the impetus behind the mayor's executive order. But with people come, comes energy and you get enough of those strung together the the hay market for example comes to mind uh it's more attractive i think i think it just creates a a, a, an energetic vibe that the city needs and it's good that this is being continued on past uh, the mayor's executive order Uh, james michael bauer is joining me city council chair you were among the five members of the council notifying the uh, city budget office of some additional budget modifications if the money's there, if property valuations allow for it. Uh, what do these modifications include, James? Absolutely. Before I go in that, can I mention one more thing about the sidewalk cafes just to uh, answer uh, maybe a typical question that might come up. Um, with the sidewalk cafes, there is a process to keep not only our residents safe, but also to hold establishments accountable. So any establishment that's gonna sell alcohol will have a liquor license. They have to apply for this license every year or this permit every year. And when they do apply for this permit, the Sidewalk Review Committee is made up of members from the Lincoln Police Department, Lincoln Fire and Rescue, Building and Safety, uh, Urban Development. So it goes through a pretty lengthy process to get approval to make sure that there will still be a pedestrian uh, flow of traffic, to make sure that uh, the permittee signs uh, a statement saying that they have insurance and that they will hold the city harmless. And ultimately, because they do have a liquor license, if there is a violation, that does provide an avenue for a quick response if there are any issues. But I really do believe that with the regulations that we have put in place, uh, establishments aren't going to want to mess this up. They are going to want to continue to provide this uh, for their patrons and uh, not put in jeopardy any of their licenses. So. I just wanted to make that clear that there is a process in place to keep 
residents safe, to hold establishments accountable, and that this has been successful in other cities. Perfect. Thank you for so that I just, addition. I just wanted to add that in there. Absolutely. Thank you for doing that. City budget. Could you uh, quickly take a look at some of the modifications? Absolutely. Uh, with the modifications, originally on Friday, what was proposed uh, was money for affordable housing, sidewalks, tree trimming, uh, two additional firefighters, mental health services, a property uh, tax relief, and then over $1.5 million, 50% would go towards the police and fire pension and 50% would go towards streets. One of the things that we amended on Wednesday, on yesterday, was including, and we rearranged the numbers a little bit, left the property tax relief in place, but were able to rearrange the numbers in the other areas to provide $100,000 to increase uh, equipment for accessible and adaptable playground equipment for children with uh, special needs or any sort of disability. Other cities have done this. I believe York has a really great playground uh, facility put in place. And we were hearing from families uh, and caregivers of children with special needs. And all, all they want is equal opportunity to play in our city. And I thought that was important to make sure that we amended our budget to include that. So that was the major change that happened on Monday. Or on Wednesday, I'm sorry. If it's not too complicated, James, help listeners understand, coming out of COVID, I had conversations with uh, Richard McGinnis when he was chair during 2020, and there was some legitimate concern about uh, sales tax revenue being down, uh, perhaps a depressed uh, housing market, and maybe what that would have done to property taxes. But here we are in the middle of 2021, into the third quarter, and Lincoln's coming out of this in very good shape, being able to give a, a property tax cut, uh, using the money for firefighters, tree trimming, some very legitimate needs in the community. Can you, can you help listeners and me understand how that's possible? So this is another step in the budget process. There is a projection that comes in uh, for property tax and sales tax and fees and other revenue. And a budget gets created out of that. Now, the budget that gets created doesn't fund the needs of our city completely. Uh, sidewalks are still in need of repair. Our streets are still in need of repair. Uh, and we still don't have uh, fully staffed uh, first responders. So this projection that comes in uh, for property tax is another step in the process. So based on the priorities that we have in the budget, we are then able to create a better picture of what the revenue will be for our city and how we can continue to fund services for our city, like first responders, sidewalks, and streets. So it's another step in the process. We don't have the final valuation number just yet. That number should come in sometime uh, next week or so. And then on August 23rd, that Monday, is when we will vote on the final budget based on the final, when we get the final uh, numbers 
for that tax stream. James Michael Bowers, city council chair with me. Uh, in the time we have left, let's talk about uh, an issue that I brought up with uh, acting police chief Jackson, and that is the police department's initiative to hold scrapyards more accountable as a means to track stolen catalytic converters. Uh, do you get the sense that this is something the council, your fellow council members will pass? So we actually put in a delay last week on this ordinance. We heard from a couple stakeholders that they wanted more time to review the ordinance and to create something that would be palatable for everyone. And so the city, the city council uh, is currently working with some of those stakeholders to figure out how to make this ordinance uh, work for everyone. Um, I do think that there is a need in our city for some sort of uh, response to the increase in these thefts that are occurring. and I think that there is a need. I think the details still need to be hammered out. And I'm grateful that the council and the city uh, have agreed to a delay to work with the stakeholders to make that happen. When will that come back again, James? I want to say that should come back, I believe, in a two-week delay. We had a two-week delay. All right. So let me say that a little cleaner. It'll, it'll come back to us in two weeks. All right. James, I'll let you get back to that legislative summit. Thanks for sneaking out, sharing some city business insight with us. I'll let you get back to that uh, legislative summit at SAC. Absolutely. Hey, right. thanks so much. I appreciate your time. You bet. James Michael Bauer is joining me on Lincoln Live.